Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. New T. Wait, wait, you, for, you forgot, you forgot used, one. Huh? It's called New Watch. Yo, it's, oh, yeah, I like that watch too, you got on that too, brother. Both yours too, nice. <laughs> you know I peeped out the gate, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not in Arabic, but Podcast you know. is doing great for you. <laughs> <laughs> Business is booming. No, it's love. It's love. It's, it's called love. Breaking News Alert. The podcast yeah. is booming. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. It's called New Check. Technology. Yeah, bless up, everybody. Love and blessings. Love. <laughs> All right, take your seats, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna get into this. Oh man! So I ain't know, man. A lot. I ain't even know. I, I just. I ain't even know all a, this was happening. Right well, we 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 call ourselves the biggest. When I said That's we, right. I said we was the biggest ever. I said, what you want me to lie to you? 
This is the biggest ever situation. <laughs> I should have I should have worn one of my silk shirts. Well, we wore these you know because I mean? it was you. I like that. No, I like that. <laughs> it's called new clothes. That's right. That's it's right. called new technology. It's called new teeth. That's you know a what fact. <laughs> new opportunities, new blessings. It's a new world. Let's embrace it. You know what I mean? That's, that's Let's get fact. into this. So, all right. So, we're gonna have some fun today. We're gonna have a dope conversation. We're gonna talk about coach. We're gonna talk about business. We're gonna talk about everything that you guys need to hear, you love to hear. Um, so 45 minutes an hour, what I need from you guys is just to pay attention and be quiet. Please, 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 please. I know it's a, a lot going on, it's exciting. You know, it's always dope to do a live interview, but we wanna just give our guests the most respect as possible. So, got it? All right, let's get into this. So before I start, once again, I wanna give a shout out to Ally for sponsoring this dope activation. I want to give a shout out to United Masters, and I want to give, uh, I want to oh, give a shout out Steve wait, wait, Stout in the building. The commissioner's here. Shout out, shout out to the commissioner Steve, Steve Stout. In the building, I y'all. told Steve Stout six months ago where Earn Your Leisure was. Now he gets to see it in person. But shout out to Steve Stout, the commissioner, ladies and gentlemen. Give a round of applause for Steve That's Stout. All right, Khaled, I want to, I want to get right into this. So everybody sees where you are now but it's a long journey to get here. Actually from New Orleans originally. Yeah, I was born in New Orleans, but I was raised in Florida. Um, you know, um, I rep the 305 Miami. I've been in Miami for over 28 years. So, you know what I mean? This is my home, but definitely I uh, love New Orleans. Um, I still have family over there, and um, I did a lot of great things over there too. So, you know what I mean? We cousins, you know, New Orleans, Florida, and um, I was blessed to be raised in Florida though. So I want to get into this conversation. You said you said something dope on a video I saw, where you said you had a decision to make. You could be a radio DJ or the biggest DJ. So and then you transcended even being a DJ. So when did that click in your mind from actually, you know, selling mixtapes, turntables, that you had a vision that one day you was going to be DJ Khaled? I mean, you know, my when, you know my when I was a, a kid on the radio station or uh, just even in my garage DJing, you know, they always try to put me in a, a, a box, you know what I'm saying, like you only can do this. And um, on the radio station, the reason why I said that was um, the blessing I got the opportunity to finally get on radio, you know what I'm saying? There's a whole story before that, but actually to get on radio was, uh, it was a mission, you know what I'm saying? They said I couldn't have my own night show when it was number one for over 13, 14 years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They said I couldn't have my own mix show. I ended up doing multiple mix shows on the radio station. Um, I did pirate radio, and um, then I was blessed to do radio with Luke. Luke, my brother Luke, um, had Legend. a show called Luke's Show, and he asked me to be his host and his DJ. And then when he left to go on tour and then he stopped doing radio, I ended up taking over, you know, the Friday night slot. Um, but the people that used to, you know, that used to run the station, they had so much love for me, and, they, and I big them up. But like, you know, the, the number one thing in radio, they always say, the the DJ or the the disc jock, they always say you can't be bigger than the radio, the radio station. And that was never like my mentality to say I'm trying to be bigger than the radio station. No, I'm trying to be the biggest. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just the radio station, but Period. so like, um, and I mean that in a a beautiful way and a humble way, but very confident at the same time. Um, so, you know, I did it my way. I, I, I did certain things, but I would get suspended for doing it my way. You see what I'm saying? Because I believe, if I believed in a record, 
what I'm saying? I would go crazy with it, and I wanted to, you know, people to feel the passion. I felt the passions from the streets, so I just kept that energy, and I was playing music for the people. And, um, you know, but I had to break rules to do certain things like that. You know, just if I play one record, I might play for three hours straight. But, like, <laughs> you know, then I would get suspended for two weeks after that and almost get fired, you know what I'm saying? But if I believed in something, you know what I mean, I went all out, you know what I'm saying? I felt like that was my purpose when it came down to breaking records, you know what I'm saying? I could have did it the regular way and just been a robot, or I could have did it my way and still make the radio station number one yeah. and still, you know, represent the people out there, you know what I'm saying? So, so when did it go from I'm breaking other people's records to now I'm gonna create the records and break my own because that's a transition in itself, right? Now you become the artist in a sense where like, I'm gonna make myself hot. When that transition happened? Well, I mean, um, even before I was on radio, if you know, my early days of DJing and producing, if you ever caught me, see, the, when I was coming up, there was no Instagram, no Twitter. So, you know, in Miami, I would play at Levels and Mansion and Rockers Island and Spirits and, you know, um, <laughs> every strip club, you know, just like everywhere. But at that time wasn't Instagram or Twitter. So if anybody ever experienced one of my sets, if I was playing in Brooklyn at the Omni, they changed that club name about a thousand times because that club was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like you walk in there, they had Rottweilers and bats. That's, that, um, <laughs> that uh, sounds like bat, New York. That's like security, New York. you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Like my sets are always, felt like I was an artist besides a DJ, you know what I'm saying? So if I would rip, rip it down on the turntables, you know, I would bring certain type of energy and um, somehow I'd end up being in front of the stage and behind the turntables on all my sets, you know what I'm saying? Like, I came to, to fuck up the place, ah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I come from hip hop, but I also come from a dance hall foundation, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a sound boy, you know what I'm saying? I'm a true sound killer. Sound boy, you know what I mean? So I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, shout out to the West Indian massive <laughs> choice you're making. So that's a fact. He that's appreciates fact. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you about Snapchat. Changed the whole direction of the situation with you. And people don't really realize when you started Snapchat. Well, first of all, 2015 Snapchat. Anybody watches Mark Mondays make some noise? <laughs> Snapchat currently has a 75 billion dollar valuation. They're a publicly traded company. You guys all know that, right? But when he started, they wasn't publicly traded. Um, so I would like to say that he helped boost the valuation, obviously. No, we're going to say that. That's it's the biggest. Fact. It's Billy. That's a fact. But <laughs> when you started Snapchat, it was actually from a dark place, right? Yeah, I was, um, I was uh, fully independent. Um, you know, I felt like at one time, I felt like the music, um, I was putting out number one hits, but I felt like the industry was trying to block me out. Um, maybe that was just the way I felt. I don't know. Um, so, you know, I went truly independent um, and I always put my money in everything I do. You know what I'm saying? But at that time, I really, you know, put it all on the line. So, like, I put everything on this um, album called I Changed A Lot. And um, all my albums, the titles uh, represent what I'm going through at that time, when I'm making it, and just the energy. So all my titles is that vibe, you know what I'm saying? So that album was called I Changed A Lot, because, um, like, ask me a question. Say, say, say Cal, you changed. 
Yo, Cali, you changed, man. A lot. A whole you know what I'm saying? And and the reason why I changed a lot, and change is good, as long as you do it for the better to be greater. You know how some people are like, yo, Cal, you, you know, or your friend, like, you change, you ain't the same. I tell them I'm definitely not the same. Um, I'm actually better. Um, I became a better person. Um, and I, I, I work smarter, you know what I'm saying? Then I, then I end up having kids, and now, you know what I'm saying, I love fatherhood, and you know, my life has just became better because of I changed a lot. So at that time, I put this album out, and it was probably my worst sales. Um, and that's, this is right when the streaming was about to kick in. And but even when the streaming kicked in, it still was new. You know what I'm saying? So I got caught up in the middle of that. And it wasn't even about the sales. It's just I was going independent. So, you know, I put it all on the line. Now I got... I sacrificed the mortgage money. I mean, you know, I've sacrificed the, the car notes. You know, I take care of my mother and father. Like, I put it on the line. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's what people don't understand, yeah, though. Like, they don't, they, it's important to talk about that. Like, there's a lot of entrepreneurs in here, and it's like, going independent, you being an entrepreneur is the same thing. You got to put it on the line, and sometimes it doesn't work you know, out. I, I, I put it all on the line. Like, I, like, I put it all on the Like, like. Like, like there's all, <laughs> all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but... <laughs> When I did it, and my friends would tell you, I would say, yo, I'm about to do this, this, and that, and that. We about to be fucked up, excuse my language, about to be fucked up for a second, but it's gonna come back big. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, so, I was so in the trials and tribulations, I'm like, God doing this for a reason. It's nothing I can't handle. The only difference is it's like, I'm rolling the dice, and I'm like, you know, I still gotta answer my mom, like, you know, that I gotta pay her bills too. So I can, you know what I mean? So I had to like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, really like. <laughs> it, was a, it was a light, it was a light. So. It was a light. So, um, <laughs> I went on the, so in the music business, I'm not one of the guys that hug the pillow and slob all over the pillow and, <laughs> and don't hustle. I'm one of them guys that go all out, promote, um, go to every radio station. You know, I'm talking about that time. I, yeah. I would, I do everything now, and I, but at that time it was on another level um, because the technology wasn't the way it is now. Yeah. So when you put an album out, especially at that time, you know, artists usually have to be on the road for damn near the whole year. You know what I'm saying? And and we usually be busy the whole year. And then, but that doesn't mean we're making money. Some people, you know. It depends what levels you are, but at that time for me, I was just going state to state and I wasn't flying at that time. So I'm on a bus or a van and we going everywhere. So I would do a gig and the gig will be like, I'll make like $5,000 and but that would just pay for the gas on the bus, not even on the driver. And then I had to get my room and like seven other rooms. So any money I made, I still came out of my pocket, but I say, I'm gonna go do all this because I'm supposed to do this because I can't expect nothing to come to me as like, here, you're gonna win. So I, I went out there to show my face and let you know how much I believe in my music and how much I believe in my talent when I'm doing a show, when I'm ripping it down and, and doing what I gotta do. So to make a long story short, it's like November now, you know, and I'm finally coming home. So I come to my crib 
And I'm tired, man. I'm like, man, we've been going crazy. I'm like, I ain't even come back with no bag. I spent all the money on just traveling to, to promote myself. So I'm telling my girl, I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, ma. I'm like, you know, I'm talking to you know, you know, my wifey. I'm like, yo, ma, you know how I said, ma, we, you know, I ain't never really taught you like this, but um, we gonna be good. It's just I'm tired of this, just tired of this. And when I felt like that, I was like, man, I don't want to lose the love. Because you have to love what you do to be successful. So um, Mokes, my man Mokes, and um, Hassan Whiteside, that used to play for Miami Heat, kept telling me about Snapchat. You know, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. You know, you got to be on your social media to promote your business and your greatness and, and uh, post a picture of hopefully somebody will smile. I use my social media for positivity and motivation and the hustle and to bring awareness to the, the greatness. You know what I'm saying? So I finally get the snap. I don't even know how to use it. So I'm finally home. So the guys are home. And so it's the holiday time. My birthday's in November, Thanksgiving, it's December coming, so I'm chilling, it's holidays. So I'm, in, I'm around my backyard, and I'm just snapping. I don't even know who's following, I don't even know how to work the follow button, nothing. I really don't, like when it came at that time. So I'm snapping like, yo, they don't want me to win, you know what I'm saying? They, they trying to finish me, you know what I'm saying? I was just speaking from my heart, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I'm looking at my grass, the grass is all tore up. I'm like, I said, you know, I saw water in my grass, I'm like, and it started turning green. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit, so I'm snapping this, but this is like personal. I don't know who watching. I really don't. And I'm like, but it, it inspired me like, yo, look when you take care of something, it turned out to be beautiful. And the reason why I'm talking, I, I, I gotta get to the, the closing. So boom, I'm like doing this for a month. And just talking. So I started getting texts and calls like, yo, Calvin, I love that talk. They don't want you to win. And you know what I'm saying? This and that and that. And the, and the keys. And I'm like, I'm like. This episode of Earn Your Leisure is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's is more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. Over the years, it's become a staple in our community. It's the place you're guaranteed to see teammates after a big game because everyone is headed to Mickey D's, win or lose. When I stop in for my morning breakfast of three hot cakes and a hash brown, seeing students using the Wi-Fi for their social media is all part of the routine. It's become the epicenter of the community. Whether it's gathering for a birthday party, and we've all been to a McDonald's birthday party, or the place that someone receives their first job, McDonald's grows with its patrons, which makes it the go-to place generation after generation. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Just being me, like, you know me, like, and then my, my, my close friends, they, I talk like that all the time. So I'm starting to get Ed Sheeran calling me like, yo, that talk is crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, I, Justin Bieber texts me, yo, I, I, I felt that. Or, um, so one day my phone broke, so I had to go to the Apple store, and I ain't leave my house for like a month and a half. I told you I wasn't depressed, but I was trying to figure out what I'm going to, you know, how I'm going to take it to the next level. But it wasn't about so much the hustle. I'm like, nobody can outwork DJ Khaled. That's not happening. It was more of I had to go into a spiritual mode and find peace and love and, and, and something to, to give me that vibe. You know what I mean? So I went to the Apple store because I be jet skiing a lot and my phone got water in it. And I went to the Apple store in the mall 
I walk in there like, yo, my phone broke, I need you to fix it. You know, this DJ Khaled, they know DJ Khaled, put out tons of albums, tons of hits, you know, people ask for autographs, you know what I'm saying, I'm grateful, boom, boom, boom. But I turn around, there's like 10,000 people <laughs> in the store, and then like, like, so I'm looking around like, is the Beatles here, or is it just, like, no, I know I got, it's, it was crazy. So I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. And they all started screaming, Lion and Major Key. And they were just showing so much love. And I was like, man, this shit touched my heart. So I go back to the crib. I told my queen, I was like, something going on. And it was the beginning of the Snapchat. And then from there, I can keep going. So at any point, because at the time we spoke about it, we actually infamously said Snapchat's done. We didn't see what was building. At any point, did Snapchat reach out and say, you know what, Khaled, we need to do something with you. Here's equity in the company. Did they have conversations with you I mean, based you know, on the, the, the growth the, of the platform? The owner, Evan, um, his people reached out not to, not to do no business, but just reached out, oh, yo, you, you, you know, you're showing this app love. And, and um, one time I was in um, Cali, and, the, and I went to spoke at one of their, their employee summits, whatever, and um, I met the owner, you know, me out the gate. I'm like, yo, what we doing? Because I got this on fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was just telling him, I'm like, I wasn't expecting that. I was just telling him, like, I'm really just being myself. And I was saying, and as far as the business, he never did no business with me. And um, I got love for him, but that's his loss. Even though he, he um, you know, I'm sure he's a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? We could have did some other great things. Right. But... What I learned about the Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter with me, what happened was all my fans I had and the people that loved me know who Khaled was, but what happened was the whole world found out and then I end up not being a secret because a lot of my people that know me from day one know I've been like this my whole life. And you know, you know what's that one little thing that be going viral all the time? Like, if somebody cook good or, or do something good, and they're like, yo, why you ain't blow up yet? Because my friend ain't posted. Well, you know that one little thing yeah. that be going, I feel that because <laughs> I've been kept a secret for so long. And when the world found out, it was like, we got love for Khaled. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, that's Khaled that also puts out our favorite records. You know what I'm saying? So it's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? No, I want to talk to you about that because I don't want to breeze over the social media conversation because shout out to my brother Wallow and we had a conversation. He was telling me how social media changed his life and Instagram changed our life. Fact. And the thing about the ironic thing about the Instagram thing is I wanted to do what we're doing now on Instagram seven years ago, but I got held up because I figured like people might not really dig it. And you know, public perception and stuff like that. So I didn't, I didn't do it. Long story short, everything that I thought would happen if I did do it, happened in 10 times more. So it's a lot of people that are not actually taking advantage of social media or just anything in general because you think that public perception, what somebody's gonna think of you, it's not gonna hit. And you're really doing yourself a disservice because like you said, you're a secret. The world needs to actually know you. Yeah. So how did you act, because there's a lot of people that have social media influence, but they still can't make any money. How did, once you realized, okay, you got the vibe on social media, now how did you turn that into actually churning and turn it into an empire to actually build off of that? I mean, social media, you know what I'm saying? 
I feel like if you use it the right way, you're gonna get great results. And besides the business, before we get to the making money thing, um, I feel like being authentic is is the biggest thing. You should always be yourself, you know what I'm saying? So authentic is the key. But um, again, I use social media to bring awareness to, if it's my music, to the greatness of it. Um, or even if it's to post a picture of a sunlight, you know what I mean? I'm just, I want you to feel the light, you know what I'm saying? I want you to feel the love. Um, now, I'm blessed to wear, uh, you know, to have many hats. You know, I'm a, a music exec, I'm an artist, I'm a producer, I'm a DJ, I'm a father, I'm a friend, um, uh, I'm into real estate, you know, I'm into retail, I'm into restaurants, I'm into, I'm into it all, you know what I'm saying? And we're supposed to use our social media because it's really a free commercial for your business. You know, if you're promoting your business. And one thing I learned about good and great business, if you do good business, you get good business back. If you do great business, you get great business back. And to me, what I'm saying is, it's like, if you have a restaurant and the food is good, people are gonna come back. And if you promote it on your um, Instagram and the word get out that, that that food is good, it's only gonna build and build. If you're an artist, you have a, there's no excuse for any artist. If you rap, rap right in this camera and people like it, they go, it's going to spread and um, they get to know your story. So what I'm trying to tell you, if you put out greatness, you're going to get greatness back. And sometimes it don't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight for me. Quincy Jones didn't make Thriller till he was 50 years old. He made Thriller when he was 50. Me, I, when I turned 40, that was when my biggest success happened. I worked free 90% of my life. Mm, 97% of my life, I worked for free. And anyone can vouch for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I knew what it will take, you know what I mean? And, and so your social media, you put out that good, that good stuff, you're gonna get that good, good stuff in back. You know what I'm saying? That's the key. Yeah, you, you said something important. You said for a while you were a secret, but you had a gift, right? And that gift is being shown with the world. But there's an, another side of that coin. Now you become super accessible because now everybody knows your life. They know your queen, your kids are recognizable. How is that balancing that? Because I feel like all the moments that you've had, you've been grinding for 25 plus years, they prepared you for this moment, but now you have a family involved. So what's that process like? What's the balance like for you dealing with all that? Well, I'm, I'm so blessed, man. My, my queen and my two boys, you know, that's my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, anything you see me do, even when I speak on this mic, you know, I represent my family. You know what I'm saying? So I try to move and do everything perfect. You know what I'm saying? So. That's my life. My relationship with my queen, she my best friend. You know what I'm saying? As well as my queen. And um, we just got, a, you know, we have a, our family's just a real relationship, meaning as in like, don't get it twisted, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got the music too loud, she gonna tell me to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but what I'm saying is um, how I balance it is, I know y'all see a lot, but it's a lot you don't, meaning as in, 
there's, there's, there's beautiful other moments that I, I save and cherish for, for the home, you know what I mean? Um, and, and when I post my kids on social media playing basketball, if it's a picture or something like that, I'm a fan of my kids, you know what I'm saying? And I know one thing, it makes me smile when I see it, not just because of my son, somebody else might post their daughter, their son, and, and I see them with their family, it makes me smile and inspires me. So anytime I can bring joy and happiness in this world, I'm gonna do it. I felt like that's what God wanted me to do, is to bring love and unity. And I'm gonna show you my family love, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you know, it's just, I hope it spreads. Yeah. Clap it up for that. I, I wanted it to spread contagious, you know what I'm saying? Um, one thing I wanna, I wanna say, I wanna just give everybody a quick um, gem on social media is that the algorithm actually rewards organic videos. Shout out to 13th and Create, our creative team. But I told them, and they know, you could pull your cell phone out and make a selfie video, and you can get a dope video done by Spike Lee or 13th and Create. The selfie video nine times out of 10 is gonna get more views, especially if it's a real. So no, that's true, that's true, that's true. Like every, it's crazy. I, I shout out my man Ivan, um, he gonna be the next Spielberg, no, you know what I'm saying? He's crazy with it. Um, but I noticed like, you know, the, 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 the videos that you edit and make it super dope, and I love them. I love walking slow motion and, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> fit, get it, you know what I mean? I love all that. Um, but if I just do the natural video, it, people love it even more. Shout out to Benny in the building. It's my guy right there. Love you, brother. So I was like, ah, Benny Pugh. Um, just gonna stand there on us? <laughs> I, 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 the that's part of being organic. Even though the, the other videos be organic, it's just, those, they, they, they react better. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you a question. You balance being an executive and an artist. Yeah. So we always heard, like, you know, it's hard for executives to be artists as well because the artists feel like the executive is always going to be the biggest artist on the label. So how have you been able to manage being an executive being an artist and what's some of the challenges that you have working with artists? I mean, I, 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 um, how can I say, every artist that's listening, man, learn to be executive too. Um, I, I was that from the minute I came in the game. I learned to be executive, but also the love of the music is my, my music for the love, the talent, and that's, that's special. But you also have to know your business, you know what I'm saying? And, um, but besides the business too, also, you know, I always, when I was a kid, I always knew I wanted to be like, you know what I'm saying, Puff Daddy, Jay-Z level, you know what I'm saying? I always said that, like, had their posters and everything, like, because they did music, but they did other things too. You know what I'm saying, it was clothing, this and that. So, and then my mother and father, they used to own like clothing stores, and I, when I was a kid, they used to sell clothes out the trunk in the flea market, and they would put the, um, what's that bag that you put around your waist? What's that called? The fanny, fanny pack. pack. They would put the fanny pack on me, and they would be hustling, and they put the money in my thing. I'm a little kid, so I'm watching this early. So then they end up getting a, a register, so I started hearing that register, ch -ch 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 -ch, and they put in money. So I get to see my mom and dad hustle every single day, and I'm like, man, they take care of us, but I, I, they took me to work with them. So I watched all that, I was like, Man, you know what I'm saying? So I understood business early, you know what I'm saying? But I work with artists so great because I understand 
the artist side and the business side so I can help guide for them to be even greater too. You see what I'm saying? And, um, you know, being a music exec, you know, like Benny's right here. Benny would tell you, I was president of Def Jam South. Um, Benny was one of my main guys in that building. And, and to this day, we work with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's about having great relationships because I always tell my close friends and I tell everybody here, say you're working at a company and no disrespect to nobody, like, but they're going to fire you one day. It's just like, it's not even a district, it's nah, just a part of the game. Yeah. So I always tell my friend when they act, like, they're not, like, I'm telling them to be great. You know, if you got to do certain things to be great, nothing, no, uh, in, a, in a great level, not a disrespect, like, do something great, go be great. And sometimes you have to do things that the company doesn't understand, but when it ends up winning, they love it and they understand. But that's how you're going to level up. And Benny will let you know, I would be the guy like, I got to do this. And then like, you can't do that. I'm no, watch me do this. Boom, I do it. And they're like, oh, shit, you right. You know what I'm saying? So you go, and I, I always show people when I used to work on Ram, I'm like, they're going to fire you. So remember that. Keep your relationships so you can learn to be greater. Because it's, it's levels, you know what I'm saying? So it's just different levels of this shit, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like that's a fact. We the best. That's, that's one of the things I've noticed. Anytime they ever mention Khaled's name, is like, he deserves this moment. He's worked so hard. He's been doing this for everybody. And so the power of relationships is really key. Because I feel like there's no artist that you can't reach at this point. And it may be because you've been doing stuff for free for a long time. Can you talk about the power of networking and keeping relationships and sometimes doing things for free? without an end goal in sight? I mean, the relationship is so important. Um, not just in the business world, at your home. Hey earners, one thing that we've learned over the past few years is the importance of building a solid team. In business, things can get really difficult when everyone doesn't understand their role or isn't on the same page. But with Fiverr Business, you get access to an all-star team of super freelancers, plus all the tools and support you need to easily integrate them into your existing workflow. And their team is amazing. When we needed talent for our digital marketing campaign, we used Fiverr. When we needed talent to launch our TikTok profile, guess who we called? So stop wasting time searching for talent. Leave it to Fiverr Business. No more endless guessing and interviews. Plus, save and share your favorite freelancers for your future projects. It's a simple way to set your business up for success and a big win for productivity and collaboration. Collaborating online hasn't been this easy since... Ever? And right now, you can sign up for Fiverr Business absolutely free for the first year. Get one free year and save 10% on your purchase on Fiverr Business with the promo code EARN, E-A-R-N. Just go to fiverr.com slash business and don't forget the promo code EARN. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Like, you know, you want to have a good relationship in your home. You want to have a good relationship outside your home. Um, when you work with great people... Build that relationship because, and, and number one thing too is don't never sleep on nobody. Don't do it. <laughs> do not sleep on nobody. Because that one person, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you looking at one of them like, yeah. Yo, you know what I'm though. Um, the biggest. But what I'm saying is, you know, we all human and we get frustrated. That's human. And we've all complained at one time. That's human. 
but we have to learn not to complain because that energy you put in that, you should be putting that energy into the solution to move forward. So if a, if a company fire you, and the reason why I brought that firing you talk because I've been fired before. At Def Jam, actually, you know what I'm saying? L.A. Reid hired me at Def Jam, and, and it was incredible. Then a new regime came in, and, you know, they started putting their own people. That's just the way the game go. You know what I'm saying? But I always knew I'm going to work with these same people. Even the person that fired me, I know I'm going to work with them again. So I didn't, I ain't really trip. I was just like, you know, I might have been like, I'm going to show you, but... Um, <laughs> I knew I was going to end up leveling up, and it's simple. Don't burn no bridges, because only God can walk on water. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's, That's it. a fact. Major key. Um, Major let's, key. Let's talk about ghost kitchens. Let's, let's do that, man. That, that. It's Nacho Bang in the building. I don't know if he's here or not. I, oh, that's my boy, man. So the first time, if you watch Nacho Banger's episode, that's my boy out of East Baltimore. So inspiring. Kid, he's the first person that educated us on ghost kitchens. And if you know what a ghost kitchen is, that became really big during the pandemic because it's like you could run three, four different restaurants out of one kitchen, where it's like you have an industrial kitchen like right here, and you have a Chinese restaurant, you have an Indian restaurant, and it's on Grubhub, it's on Uber Eats, and you have a menu, but it's not actually a real restaurant. That's why it's called ghost restaurants. So. You want to get into this ghost restaurant? Yeah, man, because, I mean, lately all we here have been talking about is another wing. Yeah, another yeah, wing. So, I, sure. yeah, shout out to another wing. So, right. I know you, you hooked up with, with uh, Reef, which is a Miami-based tech company. Can you talk about that process, getting connected with them? And obviously, I'm, I'm sure you don't get involved in anything and you absolutely love it. So, I'm assuming you love wings. What oh, was yeah. that, 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 I that mean, um, the ghost kitchen thing is so genius. Um, it's, it's really incredible because um it goes back to what i was saying like we own um shout out to e-class i got a few restaurants with e-class called the licking i don't know if you ever been to licking finger licking um so what i learned about that is like if you love the food people are gonna come back um and people out of town they go straight there to eat so i got this opportunity with reef and they were explaining the ghost kitchen thing and i was like we have 150 locations in five, um, and, and all over the world, from Dubai to London to Paris to Miami to New York, where I don't have to actually put a, a whole building and all that, mm -hmm. um, and give them my vibe of the type of wing I want and my energy and name, boom, boom. And I was like, so how's this gonna work? So like, all, they can go to any, you order Uber Eats or whatever, and you type in another wing and you can get the food. But what I'm saying is as an entrepreneur, it's really incredible. Mm -hmm. um, if it, but what it is is, so when you plan to do your ghost kitchen, the key is obviously the food gotta be incredible. But the face gotta be incredible too. Who gonna push out and promote the food? The blessing is that, thank God, you know what I'm saying, I worked so hard my whole life that people might know who I am, you know what I'm saying? So I'd be like, another wing, and they actually love Khaled, and then they bite the wing like, I love this too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but the, on the business side is, y'all figure it out. 
150 locations. Everyone has an opinion when it comes to the foods we eat. This food's good for you. This one's bad for you. This diet works best. But who actually has the right answer? You don't need rules to lose weight. You just need proper information to build smarter, more sustainable habits. Noom is here to change the way we view food by not only looking at what we eat, but also how we eat. Instead of making you feel guilt, Noom empowers you to keep going. Not everyone wants to be on a strict diet, do five days a week at the gym, or have daily smoothies and questionable teas. Noom uses a psychology-based approach to find healthier balances that's more suitable for your life and, as a result, more sustainable. Look, Noom has already influenced the way I shop for food, which has not only saved me money, it's also given me a clearer understanding of the foods I'm consuming, which has made me sharper and more energetic. You have to try it out. Look, there are no food restrictions in the program, which makes the process more flexible for your lifestyle. Everybody's journey is different. Noom believes in progress, not perfection. 75% of Noom users finish the program, and more than 60% of users engaged with the program keep the weight off for a year or even more. With Noom, all you need is a daily 10-minute check-in. No grueling early mornings or huge chunks out of your day. Are you ready to start building better habits for healthier, long-term results? Sign up for a Noom trial at Noom.com slash leisure. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash leisure. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. And everybody likes to win. It's called do the math. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's called, it's called, you know what I'm saying? So I want the entrepreneurs to know is it's a great business. So you can have your hometown business in Miami and you might not want to, you know, be able to spend to open one out of town, but people love your food. Open a ghost kitchen. Because, you know, let's keep it real. We probably order more food than go out and eat. I mean, I know I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Reef and uh, Another Wings is one of your business uh, endeavors. But I know you have a couple others. So I want to know what the selection process is like before you get involved with a company. I know Pandora is something that you're doing something with. You have the Dolce. I mean, this was inspired by the Dolce. Jordans, too. Jordans. We, we get, no, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen some of this. We, we, yeah, we're going to get there. Uh, so what's the process like before you, you involve yourself with a brand? I mean, I got to love it because um, people, they're going to know if I don't love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, people know you got to be authentic. Like, if I'm going to promote, like right now, I'm going to be honest. I love Jordan. I love Nike. I've been wearing it since I was a kid. I wear it now, and thank God I'm blessed to finally to say I have a Jordan deal. I've been, um, it's been a dream of mine since a kid. Have I been offered tons of money from other companies? All the time. But I'd rather do this because this is what I like and what I love. If tomorrow if I wear a different sneaker, you're gonna say, Cowboy don't wear those. You know what I'm saying? Then it's not gonna, it's, it's just not gonna connect and it's not gonna help the company, it's not gonna help me. So it's, I'm actually hurting myself. You know what I'm saying? You don't wanna, um, what's that, like, abuse your, your brand, like, you know what I'm saying? Water it down where it's just like, so I try my hardest, well, I, I do only do things that I love. You know what I'm saying? Now, when it comes down to startup stuff, I might not know about the business so much, but my brother right here might have a great idea and I believe in the, I bet on people. I don't, I'm not into stocks, but I bet on people. So like, if my man got something popping, 
I'm going to invest in it because I, I, I believe in him. Because he go hard. Like, he, I see him working. I see, and his product, and he, yeah, it might not be here yet, but, like, but he work hard. I like that. I'm going to invest in that. And I don't even know nothing about the business. But it might blow, and I'm going to learn the business because I believe. So a lot of times you got to believe even when you don't make that dollar. You know what I'm saying? And the, 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 later on it becomes the biggest thing. You see what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. Let's clap it up for that. That is yeah. a fact. Hey, yo, we, there's, a, there's a new We The Best on the way, by the way. There's what? A new We The Best on the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, 2022, I got um, my first official Jordan We The Best DJ Calgary release coming next year. Oh, I'm your, excited. It's yeah. your own shoe. It's not like... Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't want to go too deep because... Okay, okay, okay. But okay. no, but yes. You can go to the store and buy it. It's We The Best DJ Khaled, Jordan. That's a big deal for that's, me. That's you know what I'm saying? So it's like a dream of mine. I've been wanting shout out to Michael Jordan and Reggie for, for believing in me. You know what I mean? Everything top secret. I want to take a break for business for just one minute and talk about something that's very near and dear to my heart, to Troy's heart, to everybody's heart. The late, great Nipsey Hussle. I believe the last video he shot, Higher, that was the day before he passed away, right? No, it wasn't the day before. Um, day after, I think it was like four or five days okay, later. Okay, like a yeah. week, within a God week. God bless his soul. God bless his soul. Bless up, Nip. Nipsey Hussle, the um, great. Sir. Can you talk about that experience? Because that was one of the last things that he did as far as to, you know, on a, on a large scale. What was the experience? It was incredible, man. Nipsey's such a good person, man. Um, his music is so incredible. And um, his just energy is so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And um, I got to know Nipsey from back in the days. I'm talking about... I met him through Big U and uh, Steve Lobel, like, pfft, I'm talking about a long time ago. And um, ever since then, I've been a fan, and I got to see his grind. And um, I was just blessed and honored to be able to work with him, you know what I'm saying? And um, he's incredible, man, and we won a Grammy together. Yeah, congrats on the Shout Grammy. Shout out to John yeah, Legend, congrats, too. Congrats we won a Grammy, Grammy together. Um, let's, let's give it up for Nipsey Hussle. So as far as um, reinventing yourself, right? Talk about that because I feel like, like you said, you started as a DJ, or like turntable DJ. Then you turned into like, I like to call it a musical maestro, Quincy Jones type vibe. Then executive. Then I think where you're at now is just like cultural icon status. Like some people was just cultural icon. Can't really explain it. It's just like, it's like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, everybody knows you. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so. What is that? Can you talk about, because everybody here is an entrepreneur, inspiring to be an entrepreneur, never settling, always pushing the envelope, always looking to go to the next level. The question, because you said you, you, I appreciate the love, but what was the question? What, what, what's your thought <laughs> process in reinventing yourself and never settling? Man, it's crazy. Um, it's important to reinvent yourself, um, but when you reinvent yourself, make sure it's yourself. You know, sometimes people reinvent yourself reinvent themselves and it's not even them. So remember, you know, always be you. That's how you're gonna win. Be you, be you. Um, it's crazy because um, y'all might think it's funny, but like, you know, I guess they say like every five years you just try to use that word reinvent to do something. As soon as I got this new teeth. <laughs> it's called new like, teeth. I feel like, I feel like, I, feel, I, I look at things different, I'm like, it's new, I feel new. New opportunities, new blessings. New technology. You know what I'm saying? It's new technology, it's a new world. So I'm like, everything new. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, 
I've been trying, I was, I've been thinking about getting, doing the teeth thing for like years. I was scared. But I'm like. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi. I remember going to an HBCU football game. It was one of the most memorable experiences of my life. Watching an HBCU's team and band bring so much excitement to the stadium, completely packed with fans, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The best part about it is that Pepsi is a proud supporter of HBCU students on and off the field. Pepsi and HBCUs, that's what I like. This is my reinvent, whatever you were saying, like... <laughs> New T! Wait, wait, you forgot... You forgot, I, you forgot I, I used, one. Huh? It's called New Watch. Yo, it's, oh, yeah, I like that watch, too. You got on that, too, brother. Both yours, too. Nice. <laughs> you know, I peeped out the gate. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not in Arabic, but... Podcast you know. is doing great for you. <laughs> <laughs> Business is booming. No, I, it's love. It's love. It's, it's called love. Breaking News Alert. The podcast yeah. is booming. Uh, I, want to, I want to talk about the business side, because not only from a music standpoint have you become a part of the cultural fixture, but some of your phrases a part of our language, right? Like, congratulations, you played yourself, right? <laughs> Secure the bag alert, right? More, more, major key. So I'm like, damn, man, everybody's using this. Are you trademarking these things or no? Yeah, I got, I got a lot of it trademark, but some of it, um, you can. Some of them, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, I try, but yeah, I definitely got, um, I would say majority of them trademarked. Um, and, it, and it costs to do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy, every time I, you know what I'm saying? Every time I, I've been blessed to level up, I feel like, you know, when you level up, they be like, they, they, they come with this new stuff. You got to trademark this. You need this new insurance. You need this, that, that. I'm like, damn. Like, y'all I just, like, just want to take it off. But I get it. It's like, so it only makes you, you know, protect what you worked hard for. And you should do that because... God forbid you put everything into something and then boom. You know, they say you can't even use that no more. And then everybody know it's you. So you don't ever want to do that to yourself. So, so um, how can I say, don't cheat yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't cheat yourself. Reward yourself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Cal, let me ask you this. Some of the, what are some of the mistakes that you made as far as in the music business financially? Like, cause a lot of people, you know, you learn on the fly. You said, like, even before Snapchat, you know, you was in a tough space financially. What are some of the stakes, what are some of the learning lessons that you had to go through that you, you learned and you figured out? Um, mistakes. I, I, I look at it different. Like, I don't consider nothing a loss or a mistake. I, I just feel like those things that you're talking about is the, the, the stepping stone for the bigger win. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. So if something don't go the way it's supposed to go, I always put the energy to make it as long as we can keep going. Mm. Um, I think that's the whole thing. We just got to keep going. Um, so mistakes, I, I, I wouldn't say I made mistakes. I would say I might have um, could have did something in a better way or this way, but that's what made me figure it out and make it even better. Um, and that's the thing, you know, that I want to let the young world know, the new generation, it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to fall down, you know what I'm saying? Because you're going to get right back up and you're going to keep going. Some people feel like when they make a mistake or, or fall down, they feel like they're staying and that's the energy that it's going to be. Nah, that's the motivation. 
know what I'm saying? That's the motivation to keep going, to take it to the next level. So to answer your question, my mistakes was a stepping stone for the bigger win. Clap mm. it up for I, that. I got, I got just, just as a fan, I got to ask you this, right? Like, we watched Oprah, and we saw people come from that lineage of greatness, right? We, she had Dr. Phil, she had Rachel Ray, right? I'm seeing you, and Chef Melissa! So, what, is, is, there, is there something that's gonna come from that? Because I'm looking at this food like, Khaled just can't be eating on this good floor. We gotta share this with the world. Share you that know, greatness with the world. So, my chef, that's, you know, she's family. Again, that's just me being me, but me being me, yes, opportunities are coming in like crazy. Yo, Cal, you want a, a cooking show? Yo, Cal, you want to do a, 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 a menu book? You know what I'm saying? You want to do a show called What's for Dinner? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, they, 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 they coming in, but that's just me being at the house, you know, showing love to my chef. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't want to be one of them people that, like I said, go back to like, yo, you didn't, you didn't pass the word. Um, that's why I ain't get big or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I got a friend named Chris Smokes. He got a, uh, a clothing company, right? He my guy. He hasn't gave me a shirt yet. <laughs> he gave everybody a shirt and not me yet. No, I'm talking about, but he doing his thing. Because I'm a 3X, 4X, I get it. But what I'm saying is, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all know what I'm Yo, talking Chris, about. Yo, Chris, support your man. Stop playing. Let me, let, Yo, he pulled out his phone to record it. He was like, he ain't going to say that. <laughs> Shout out to my guys, Eastside Golf in the building. Oh, yeah, I just seen him. I just Eastside Golf, what's good? I heard you got oh, some left. shoes uh, for me. Uh, last round, where you yeah. at? I heard you got a gift. <laughs> what's good, man? My dog, my dog, my dog. Let's go golfing. <laughs> <laughs> you never know who's going to be in the building. Um, Khaled, United Masters. This is something that, you know, a lot of artists, I'm sure, is here. Shout out to Steve Stout. Shout out to Benny Pugh. Shout out to all the music executives in the <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Hey, yo, watch this, watch this. White Plains own Benny Pugh. Shout out to Greenberg, though. So, <laughs> United Masters, their whole thing, their name is built on owning your masters. Um, can you talk about the importance of owning your masters for all of the artists and, like, why, why is that a big deal? I mean, it's, it's very important. Um, owning your masters, not just your masters, owning anything that you do and that you create, you should always own it. But I also want you to know this too. Your masters, when you own them, you got to make sure your masters is worth something for yourself. And because you can't, you know, a lot of people get educated and, and executed, but don't lose the grind of being great to make your master worth something. You see what I'm saying? Like, I wake up every day and I, and I say, because I got like, I'm 12 albums in. And majority of those albums, I own my masters or own half the masters. And I have an opportunity to buy my other half anytime I want. You know what I'm saying? I make sure that. But at the same time is, I wake up and I look at my kids and my family. I say to myself, if I ever want to sell my masters, they're worth something. But you gotta make them worth something. Mm. I don't want people to lose the grind of not making it worth something. But you have to own your masters. And not everybody will agree with me, but it's okay to have partners. It's okay to have a good partner. And then also protect yourself where if you're giving your greatness, 
make sure you be able to buy it back. But them, that other half might help you become next level. Then you buy it back and then you should say thank you. You know what I'm saying? Because, right, you made money together, made money also to buy your own half back, but you have to make sure you have it in paperwork so you can buy it back. Yeah, that was you know awful. But that. if you could own 100% of your masters, of course. But some people can own 100% of the masters and they don't do no work. Remember, it takes teamwork to make a dream work. You know what I'm saying? Like, with me, when I put out music, yeah, I'm gonna do my thing, yeah, yeah. But I need my team around me to be doing their thing too. You know what I'm saying? But yes, own your masters. Um, and for some reason, if you have to partner up with, to, you know, with your masters, just make sure you have that buyback opportunity. What, you, what you're speaking about, we interviewed Jason Jeter, and um, he was talking about, Jason Jeter is uh, T.I.'s business partner for Grand Hustle, anybody doesn't know who he is. So he was saying with tips, early deals, they didn't own their masters, but they had the option where it reverted back to them after 10 years. And he was saying that that was extremely important because at that time, they didn't have the leverage to go into the label and demand their masters, but they had the opportunity to not have their masters, but it reverts back to them over the course of time. And they knew that it's gonna be something that's gonna be valuable for a long period of time. So it's like residual income. So even if you don't have your masters right away, you, like he said, you can still actually structure it in a deal where it reverts back to you, but it's important to put that in your deal. Yeah, yeah. you gotta put that in your deal. And then it's a new world, goes back to the, it's the new world talk. It's a new world. Um, and you, you can't walk in there like doing 50 year old business. It's a new world, do new business, new deal points, do it your way. It's, it's what you negotiate. And if they don't want to do it with you, then you, then find somebody else. If they don't want to do it with you, do it yourself. That's the way I always did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I always, if I couldn't, they didn't see the vision of the business, cool. It might make my, my job harder, but it got me where I'm at. Yeah. So I want, this is, again, for, clap it up for that. So one of the things that, and we, me and Shadi had this talk all the time, we're like, yo, Cal is one of those guys, if he went on a world tour, he can literally pick somebody from each city because he's done a song with probably everybody from every major city. So is that something that we're looking forward to in the future? Are we going to see like a DJ Khaled and Friends tour? Is that, what, what's happening we, in the future? We, we was planning to do that before the pandemic hit. I, um, you know, I was blessed to go on tour with Beyonce and then I went on tour again with Beyonce and Jay and then I did a tour with... Um, Demi Lovato and, um, and Kalani, and I did that like three years back to back. I was there for those. Yeah, and then um, we was gonna put together a DJ Khaled and Friends tour. I wanted to do like a 10 city, uh, just a 10, or even five, just certain cities, and um, we're gonna do it. We're gonna eventually do it. It's just the pandemic held a lot of things up. Perfect. I wanna ask you this question. Um, shout out to my brother Ross. His album's coming out tonight. Clap it up for Ross. Rose. Friend of ours. So, one thing you always championed other people, and Ross is a perfect example of that because I remember, like, at one point, every single you put out had Rick Ross on it, like every one. And um, talk about that as far as being a major key of championing others, and it comes back to you. Well, that's the Miami movement. You know what I'm saying? We came up together. Um, I was on the radio. Ross was putting out records. I was blessed to break one of his big records called Hustling. 
You know what I'm saying? And um, it was a blessing. And our relationship just became real brothers. And we love each other. And we kept hustling together. And I ended up putting my record out and I had him on it. So he blew up. Then I started coming. And we real brothers. So, like, that's like, that's my man. Like, jump on this. Jump on this. Jump. So I had the blessing to be able to ask him to jump on records. But at the same time, he's the biggest. So it was a blessing, too. So I thank him every day for that, for believing on me and getting not just on one record, but get on any record I ever asked him to get on. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's just a blessing from, coming, from us coming from 305. You know what I mean? It was like a special time. And to this day, we brothers. And then later on, besides my music, I ended up being working at Def Jam. So I ended up being his A&R for a lot of his albums. So besides... Me putting out music, I also was blessed to be an A&R on Rick Ross albums. So, like, I'm so thankful for all that experience from being an executive, but also being an executive for one of the biggest artists in the game. Right. So, like, you know what I'm saying? So just imagine my inspiration and my knowledge was from behind the scenes to in front of the scenes, I was just a sponge taking it all in. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, there's one other person, friend of the show, friend of the show. Uh, shout out Maverick, Maverick. Shout out to Maverick shout Carter in the building. Yeah, friend of the show, Fat, Fat Joe, EYL alumni. You guys have a, a, another unique relationship. I remember when he was the guy, he was hot, and then he was always talking about Khaled, talking about Khaled. We saw you in all the videos, and then it was like, oh, this is Khaled. Talk about your relationship, the history of that. And how, what loyalty means. Well, Fat Joe, that's my brother. I'm the godfather of his daughter. One of my best friends. Family for life. And also, Joe was one of the first people to um, believe in me and hug me and put his hand around me and shout me out on his records and let me produce songs on his album. And I could be in Miami and he'd be in New York and he'll be screaming DJ Khaled. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of his biggest records and one of the biggest records in hip-hop, he says, on Lean Back, he goes, Khaled, I see you. Um, so we became brothers. I met Joe when he put out Flow Joe, his very first album. Um, towards his second album is when we got really close <clears throat> and we just became best friends. And then it became family. So you should let me DJ for him let me make beats for him. And not even just that, he just always wanted me to win the same way I want him to win. And, um, you know, he gave me my first, he went to Koch Records with me and he convinced Alan Grumblack and he gave me my first record deal. You know what I'm saying? And look at me now. <laughs> the you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I forever, you also, you also ghostwrite a little bit. He said, uh, throw your rollies in, your, in the sky. My guys will take those. That's your line. I mean, I, I got a lot of lines out there. Y'all don't know. <laughs> like, we don't want to go into that talk. Cause there's a lot of records out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a great producer, it's not just making the beats. It's also producing the record from the start to the finish and putting it out. Um, when I'm in the studio, again, I just be me. So if it's if it's words, if it's certain instruments, if it's certain sounds, or just energy in that room, 
You know, I love to collaborate, and collaborating is a big key in music. You go in a room, just turning the AC in the right temperature is a big situation in the studio. Because if it's wrong, we ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Um, just the energy, the lighting, the sound, just the ideas. When you have a relationship with an artist, you should be able to be comfortable to flow ideas and just everybody feel good. You know, the cameras don't always gotta be on. We just vibing and, and magic happens. Never stop the magic, you know? Let me, let me ask you this before we wrap. I wanted to ask one last question. Uh, Sean Carter, you have a very good relationship with Jay-Z. What's some lessons you learned from Jay? What's the, what's the vibe? Jay's a very reclusive person. A lot of people don't get a chance to be around Jay. What's, what's the vibe with Jay? Well, first of all, Jay-Z, he, he's my manager. I consider him a partner, and it's one of my, for me, he's like one of my best friends, too. Like, I, he's my, it's my friend, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, I look up to him. I've always been a fan, and for me just to be able to be his friend, I, I'm, I'm grateful, um, and I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot. You know, before I had kids, I watched how him and Beyonce with their kids, and when I was on tour, and I'm like, you know, they work so hard, and they, and they still make family number one priority, and I love that, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, he always told me when I have a kid, you know what I'm saying, if you think you're blessed now, wait till you have that kid. And then Assad came in my life, and you know what I mean? Assad blessed me so much, you know, God's blessings, my queen and my son, and now I got two boys. And you know, I, I would say fatherhood, I learned a lot. I would also say doing great business. Um, and doing whatever you want to do. You know, what I love about Jay-Z is like, tomorrow he'll put out a movie. You know what I mean? He'd be working on a movie. You don't even know he do movies. You know what I'm saying? And he might be working on an album. At the same time, he, he got talking about the new color, the Ace of Spades. You know what I'm saying? And, and then at the same time, he got the biggest management company. And then at the same time, you know, he got this and he, he's doing this. And then now he runs this. And what I love about that is why not do everything you want to do? And he's living proof of showing you you can do it all. And he opened doors for a lot of, uh, he opened doors for almost all of us in this room when it comes down to our age group. You know what I'm saying? He did a lot. You know what I'm saying? That, and you can actually see it. You know, sometimes you hear about it, but you see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and what I also learned about with Jay, too, is um, talk all that shit into existence. You know what I'm saying? All that That's a blessings and wins yeah, yeah, yeah. to existence. You know, every day, I, I, you know, back in the days, I used to write on my refrigerator before these iPhones came out. And I would write, I want to do this, 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 this. And... I started checking off all, my, all the things I want to do. So I do that on my phone now. You got to have your own like mood board of all the stuff that you want to do. And don't stop till you check it off. Because if you don't talk it to existence and see it, you're not going to get to it. Right. Every morning I wake up, I look at the fridge and I ain't accomplished that yet. I know I at least try to put some type of energy in the day to try to accomplish that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It 
any last words? Because right now, there's somebody that's sleeping on a pillow. The pillow huggers. <laughs> any, <laughs> any, any words of encouragement for the pillow huggers out there? You know, it's crazy because I used to have a friend and he was hugging his pillow all day. Slob coming on the pillow. And I'd be like, yo, bro, you waking up at 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon? I'm his brother. So I'm, I have a real combo with him, like, yo, you can't. You, 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 you missing out on everything, on all your blessings. You know what I mean? And, you know, you got to be able to tell somebody on your team, if you're working with them and they not motivated and ambitious to go hard, not just for the team, but for yourself, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you, I wake up in the morning, I enjoy seeing that sunlight. And then when it's raining, I enjoy being the light when it's raining. You know what I'm saying? So you can't do all that, all this great stuff that we talked about for an hour if you hugging your pillow, putting slob all over it. You just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Stay motivated. Um, stay inspired. And if you got your team and somebody hugging that pillow, give them that talk so you can help that person out and make them see something for them to be inspired to get up early. I'm not, you know, we all got to hug the pillow w once in a while. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Khaled, I appreciate you, my brother. Give it a round of applause for DJ Khaled. Thank you so much, brother. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash Business Gold Card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park